all the organization should work in a way or create a culture in a way that employees should feel valued give them opportunity to share their thoughts share ideas or share uh, you know new ways of solving problems so everybody should be treated equally within the organization hi everyone and welcome to the career uninterrupted podcast a place where we sit with some of the best and brightest minds to explore the changing landscape of careers and what this means for the future of work i'm your host lochan narayanan founder and ceo of off experiences a pioneering platform that equips and enables mid career professionals to thrive through career transitions hi everyone and welcome to another episode of career uninterrupted brought to you by off experiences I'm your host Lochan Narayanan, founder and CEO of Off Experiences. Our guest for today is Urvashi Verma. Urvashi is a talent acquisition specialist with over 14 years of expertise in definition of talent attraction and sourcing strategy. She has handled talent strategy for multiple organizations like eBay, Dell EMC, and currently heads the talent acquisition for APAC at Xperi. With Urvashi, we will explore what role is diversity and new age careers playing in the talent acquisition from the talent acquisition lens so thank you so much for joining in urvashi thank you for being here and agreeing to share your views and your thoughts on this episode thanks lochan thanks for inviting me looking forward for more conversation great so before we get started just would like our listeners to get to know you a little better you know if you could share a little bit about yourself your background your career journey and even what got you interested in the you know in the DEI space so just maybe a quick share there okay on my introduction part so i am urvashi i head the talent acquisition for apac region for xperi i have around 14 years of experience into talent acquisition I am passionate about new hiring techniques and I am a LinkedIn creator I am a public speaker I have a passion to advocate diversity and inclusion and I stand as an ally for to create inclusive team and my team presently is highly diversified and I love that part of my team I am also a promoter of work life balance and practicing that from last uh, many years I have also earned a patent award as well recently last year so this is quick about me and as you asked about you know what interests me for dei so i'm actually an advocate of fairness and doing the right things i always try to put efforts to provide opportunity to grow and learn to the people around me i do uh, what best i can do for them in my last 13 14 years of career i got opportunity to meet different people with diverse background and read many articles on hiring non bias hiring etc so in one of the report which i was uh, you know reading a mckinsey report it actually mentioned that uh, the diverse organizations are 21% more profitable than non diverse organization and there are many other you know benefits of being diverse as an organization which is actually beneficial for the company apart from financial growth there are so many other aspects which you know you can consider that as you know benefit of being diverse like from the talent acquisition perspective we see that it grows our talent pool we have more number of people to reach out when we are looking forward for diverse candidate as well along with other talent pool what is available we are uh, when we are open to you know hire 
women who wanted to come back to workforce when we are open to hire people from tier 2 tier 3 cities when we are open to go to universities tier 2 tier 3 university to look for talent so that you know increase our pool a lot and uh, many people are uh, become you know aware about your brand and they get interest uh, in working with you having a benefit of uh, having really great products and really great culture this helps us in in attracting the best talent next that uh, you know um, dei actually improves the improves employees happiness productivity and retention so if we accept employee for who they are what they are it automatically increases their happiness we should recognize them for their skills and not their for their gender for their cultural background race sexual orientation physical disabilities or anything else so when we remove all those things and focus only on skills productivity and value addition then this leads to more productivity and keep the loyalty uh, level of employees high uh, it creates very positive employer branding as well uh, which help uh, the talent acquisition team at all to attract more and more people for our open positions to work with us so this is a you know a great part plus it will improve innovation and creativity as well when people from all walks of the life come together from different backgrounds different you know um, regions so beautiful things happens and you know they come with very new ideas very innovative ideas to solve the regular problems so this thing sharing these things attracts me for dei absolutely and i love the part where you said that you know the minute we embrace diversity and you gave it the business lens and said hey you know it's not just about profitability and it's not just the right thing to do but it also helps you increase the talent pool and that is one place where most organizations today are struggling they're like okay you know the yeah, we're all fighting for the same talent pool and in the same talent pool how do we increase you know access to different kind of talent so whether it is looking at people with breaks people with you know disabilities whether it's looking at people from different backgrounds to you know different cities etc so that that's amazing thank you thanks for bringing in that perspective and you know we keep telling different organizations the same thing we're like you know it's not just the it's not just a good thing to do and the nice thing to do it actually helps you in achieving your business goals and and how you're looking at it so just picking up and you said you're somebody who keeps an eye out on you know on what's happening in the latest you know latest recruiting techniques etc so in the entire talent space what trends are you seeing from purely from like a diversity lens and and diversity inclusion aspects what are you seeing is happening in the talent acquisition world and how it's embracing or bringing in you know diverse talent and creating that culture of inclusion so what are the new things that you're seeing there so many things i think many things are happening if we compare what was happening 10 years back and where we are today it, it you know we see a drastic change where earlier it was more focused on you know checking up the boxes kind of a thing and but now the organizations are more mature they understand the importance of dei why to bring diversity in the organization and to uh, you know increase that they are open to make changes and that's why you know many things are happening firstly we see that very often that the companies are changing recruitment process to advance diversity and inclusion so they understand that dei is not a project or a problem to solve it is an ongoing ever evolving effort that involves every individual to an organization and touch touches every aspects of the work so it's not only about you know hiring team or the hr team it's about everybody who is the part of the organization all the leadership is uh, has to be responsible 
to create those culture in the organization so that uh, it will become a you know a drop down approach once your leadership live those values it will come down to every employee of the organization and the understands so companies are you know moving to remote interviews and remote working options so that they can target different uh, people from you know different backgrounds and different regions it's not necessary everybody to be here present at the workplace and then work which gives opportunity to lot of diverse candidates to you know opt for these kind of um, jobs and now to be successful in recruitment we surely need uh, a virtual platform to conduct interviews continuously putting a right effort to make candidates experience good innovative ways to engage candidate and showcase the company culture because all those things are important thing for candidate when they are looking forward a new job so not only the pay package the company culture work life balance and you know um, the uh, the culture of the organization is something which everybody is looking forward so uh, secondly i would say communication of your dei initiatives so whatever we are doing we definitely have to let everybody know however it is it's not only for existing employees that needs to be aware of your ongoing dei efforts prospective employees should be made aware on these so reflecting dei on external forum is something very crucial and i see that many organizations are doing that which is creating a very positive impact on all the talent uh, you know uh, different organizations are learning from each other adopting good uh, practices from each other that is enhancing a good relationship between organizations plus candidates are also receiving these kind of a culture these kind of a benefits and opportunities within all organizations and lastly i would say that measure, measurement of your bei uh, programs so there are various ways to measure this like hiring result employee demographics or uh, you know source of the candidates employee survey regular check in with employees so this will help you understand that what is working well and where is an scope to improve what are employees are actually looking forward and you can you know design your programs accordingly you know you are at the point of connect between let's say an an atypical or a diverse talent and the organization right so you speak both languages in some sense you understand what the business wants you under and you're talking to so many different applicants and candidates and you know what's the trend that's happening there i just want to pick on this piece that one of the larger challenges for bringing in diverse talent is or rather are two fronts one is there's a general unconscious bias towards them right to say okay you know what if i bring a woman after a career break you know she's not going to be serious and she will keep going back home at 4 o'clock and saying i have to take care of my child you know her child will fall sick so she will be there or if i have to bring somebody with let's say disabilities then do i have the infrastructure to support their work in in any form and manner so the one is the part around you know general biases stereotypes around them the second is that do i have the ability to absorb them you know and when i say ability in terms of can i provide them the right infrastructure can i give them the right support can i give them the right maybe training or learning interventions or or you know something that also bridges their gap in some sense how do you see the you know what do you see the role of the pa teams in kind of helping the organization come up or manage these two one of course the biases and two you know the the infrastructure or the related sometimes a related support needed in specific cases to to do this and you spoke said that you know acceptance of virtual platforms creating that is important. but 
what else would, do you think is being done or needs to be done or you're doing to manage these two? So uh, first is biases. Biases are there everywhere. And as human, we cannot say that, you know, we are fully trained or fully equipped ourselves, that we are out of biases. It is very unconscious, though we have right intentions, but sometimes we, you know, make those biases unintentionally. So what we do internally here that we uh, we conduct sensitization session and that is very regular for us. We, uh, you know, we talk about these sensitive topics and, you know, let them know, uh, make employees aware. And it's not only limited to leaders. It's limited to everybody in the organization from the first level of job to the highest level of job. Everybody go through these sensitization sessions, those training sessions where they have a safe space to talk freely. These are very common challenges, you know, uh, and they, these are difficult challenges, I would say. And we see that very often that uh, everywhere this is available. But not everybody is able to understand the intensity of that challenge. A working mother or a new mother, there are different challenges for both. But, you know, when, but from when you see from a third, as a third party, you, you try to, you know, see both of them as, as a similar case. Because working mother or no mother, there is a lot of challenge, but not everybody can understand those. So, those kind of uh, uh, awareness is, is created only when we talk openly. So, we keep on doing the sensitization sessions on different topics like, you know, working women, women who wants to come back, pride community, uh, people with disability. We talk very often on those topics and that's why we have created this kind of culture within the organization that where we get support from leaders. We are always open to hear out your questions, your queries. Our leaders are very supportive and we follow open communication culture, which gives opportunity to employees to talk on any topic and discuss any topic where they feel that they are not, you know, fully trained or they need some more information. So slowly we are trying to always keep on trying to remove these biases. And I think this definitely helps. Apart from other thing, as you said, that acceptance. So I think I'm very grateful to be part of Xperi, where we treat uh, DI with a lot of passion. So it is a part of our vision, our company's vision. And um, just to share this example, this, this in last our employee all hands meeting, our CEO has started uh, the meeting with uh, with the updates on DEI instead of uh, you know business profits. So that shows that how critical these uh, values are for us. On the other part, all our leaders share the same uh, vision for DEI, um, and we are you know very fortunate that Xperi lives our core values. We are not just writing our core values. We are actually following that. So we follow some very important aspects of uh, uh, DEI religiously, like you know, open communication, work-life balance, equal opportunity, learning and development. We have some great policies and you know support um, for working mothers, new mothers. We have same-sex uh, insurance policies for people from pride community. Our offices is designed in a way so that you know it all areas can be accessed with the, by the people with disability. So we keep on conducting awareness session, fun activities to create an inclusive culture. And uh, you know, all that is not only supportive, but encouraged by the leaders. Awesome. Now that sounds like a, you know, right now that sounds like a dream world, right? Especially when uh, we are all waiting with bated breath to hear Honorable Supreme Court's decision on the same sex marriage and, you know, legalizing that you've gone one step ahead and uh, said, okay, we're, we're not waiting for the judgment to come through. We are, you know, insurance is, is given and that's fantastic. It's, it's so, it's so good to hear that. Yeah. And I think insurance is something all humans need that because, you know, from whatever background they're coming up. So why not to give that benefit to people from pride? So 
and i see that people using those benefit policies and it's very encouraging for everybody to see that they are happy with those things absolutely no and you know the the whole background to creating the petition around uh, say legalizing same sex marriages was the fact that i couldn't insure my partner and i think uh, you know organizations like yours supporting that is a is a great first step irrespective you know you don't have to wait for a judgment you know it doesn't prohibit the law doesn't prohibit you from not doing it so you know you could just go ahead and do it so that's fantastic that's amazing to hear so it's making me so so happy to hear these pieces and and just the fact that there's so much work that's happening there but just you know maybe just wanted to get a sense from you that have there been any instances and like we said you know biases are tougher to crack and sometimes we don't even know we have them right we perpetuate them we follow them without even realizing that i have those biases so have there been any kind of situations instances maybe maybe currently or with your previous organizations or anywhere else where you probably had to push back a business leader to look at let's say an atypical or a non traditional profile and said you know i think this this person needs a little more work because to be frank i would say that being a business owner myself i want someone you know in hindi as they say paka pakaya right like somebody who's all ready and right to you know start working i don't want to put in time effort to train them and ready them and so on and i think that's where some of the general reluctance to look at talent which we are not familiar with let me put it this way so i know i know you've done 10 years of experience in ta etc etc so i know that you will do ta well but let's say you've been off work for you know or other you've taken a career break for a couple of years now i'm like okay i don't know in the last two years has she forgotten ta and you know she's not in the same space and zone so some of these questions come because i don't want to spend that time so my question to you then is that have you had these situations where you pushed you know a profile and said yes this person is probably rough around the edges and needs a little bit more hand holding than somebody else but we should consider this for whatever reason could be an atypical talent in any form so uh, you know as a head of talent acquisition i don't think that we need to look at it i would rather say that instead of pushing a profile i would rather say that push push the culture push the way we are recruiting push the process how we are recruiting so if we remove those all biases from the entire process itself then we need not to talk about each profile specifically there are many instances you know uh, i face this and uh, i think this is the right time we are discussing this question because i'm recently designing a program for women returning uh, we are going to call this program as unpost which is we're looking forward to unpost the career break of people who are on break and we are talking about on this topic very often in the organization Uh, you rightly said that people are not familiar with uh, you know with the biases or paka pakaya chahiye so that is that is there for <laughs> for all the managers for the, all the business leaders want you know productivity from day one but that is not possible all the time so there are different challenges on hiring a lateral person from the active talent market and there are different challenges of hiring people who are on break and similarly there are different benefits of those but at the end we have to discuss like you know in today's scenario the talent market is more of a candidate driven market instead of an organization driven market candidates are more specific on choosing what job offer they want so there is a lot of opportunity for engineers i must say that 
this at this point of time because uh, i can relate because i am in tech hiring so every person is you know full, having a lot of opportunity to go and that's why organizations are struggling we need to make sure that our products are very attractive we are working on cutting edge technology our culture is good our we pay packages good our benefits are good so everything uh, a candidate is going to compare with the all other different organization and that's why i call it as a you know candidate driven market uh, attracting them is one challenge but then retaining them is you know further a bigger challenge so di is not only limited to get people in get diverse people in retention is a bigger uh, you know challenge here so long term success with di requires more than just hiring the right people uh, the talent you hire must be treated fairly and given right opportunity equal opportunity to succeed so there are some factors which i follow in my uh, recruiting process which help me you know in removing these biases all across for all for all the requisitions for all the all the hiring we do so we always use gender neutral language in our job descriptions not only job description for all the onboarding documents as well for hr finance it department or any third party is included for background verification or something we make sure that all our documents are gender, gender neutral so firstly gender neutral language helps a diverse candidate to feel positive about the job Uh, so we remove all those things we don't say he she something like that in our um, job description we always use neutral language Oh, and then uh, then comes to resume screening where uh, i suggest to go blind in resume screening remove location remove name remove any other uh, you know information which can create some biases so remove all that and let the uh, the hiring manager focus only on the skill so that even if he or she have some biases that that will not come while resume reviewing so that will be removed then now um, you know ai based screening is there which is more data driven which is you know uh, which is not at all manual so there is no biases included in that that is also very good you know innovation in the hiring space also i i make sure that we train our hiring team regularly including the ta team plus the hiring managers and the interviewing panels everybody should go through that what are the right way to interview someone how we should you know distribute our 60 minute of time so that we can collect the right data to make the decision uh, on this hiring plus uh, i always feel that uh, initiating references check should be only done after finalizing the offer finalizing the offer. <laughs> yeah this is a question that a lot of people keep asking me when i when i do some sessions around these is that when should we do the reference check so i'll say after you've decided and and you have some points that you want to validate you know uh, not before otherwise you're you're already like in for a compromise but this blind resume screening is fantastic so how do you and so i'm just very curious so how do you ensure that that happens is there a technique or a tool that you use that you know removes all of these and just shares the profile yeah there is a tool uh, which will bring in you know which will uh, hide the name and uh, contact information or the uh, location of that uh, resume and then it will go to the next step so definitely it will be there with recruiter for you know first screening to make sure that person is available and uh, at the end if she is she or he is able to you know get the offer for this position that person is able to come to the office and work so recruiters definitely screen that but for the next level of screening where we need more focused screening on tech part and these areas can be ignored we remove those you know context from the resume and only focus on the skills so that it will give opportunity to hiring manager to focus more on a skill rather than anything else that's fantastic i i you know that's a great space 
and i think that's something that most organizations should start adopting you know and and looking at how interviews look how people are shortlisting fantastic so you know moving from specifically what expiry is doing and what you're doing in the organization just want to get a sense on you know you you are in this space you interact with so many other professionals from ta from dei etc and i think right at the start you mentioned we've moved from 10 years ago we used to not talk about dei today we recognize the importance of it but i do ask this question that are organizations really imbibing this or are we still doing like lip service and are we still doing like checkbox activity because we do talk to people on the other side and they still face those biases they still face you know like like you meant simply said you know then they're not even given an opportunity to come to the table to share what they know and their experience so where are we in general as an industry specifically india inc where are we in terms of looking at this as indians are labeled as most diverse country in the world <laughs> yet our behavior as society often reflects you know problems with acceptance of differences so but in last 10 years i you know uh, observed the change before 10 years we were hardly talking about anything about dei all the focus of was there on hiring 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 the best talent even some organization were active on dei but those were purely a tick box kind of an activity that we hired two females that we hired a working woman that we hired one person from pwa we are done for the year so it was purely and openly it was like that but now when we see there are still organizations who are doing it you know as a tick box activity but there are many organization now who has embraced the benefit of uh, being diverse so when i interact with different leaders in the industry from different you know domains i see that they are talking about the benefit of dei within their organization plus they are very open to share their experience with others so that others can also learn and uh, uh, you know there are different kind of interviews are happening different forums conferences are happening which is making all this topic more vocal so we see many people you know talking openly about uh, women in tech pride community pwd how we can uplift them how we can you know help them in upskilling and give them the right opportunity where they can grow we should not ignore them because of their gender race sexual you know orientation or any disability but what skills they are bringing in i believe that there is a change happening it is slow but i we all should be happy that it's actually happening no fantastic yes of course we we still do have some long way to go and one of the things that we we are attempting through the podcast is to normalize a lot of these conversations bring that to the fore so that people more and people more and more people get to know that this is going to be the way forward this is going to i don't know about working from home being the new normal but this is going to be the new normal very soon and um, you know it no longer is going to carry the checkbox space so you know another question is to say how do you support you know non traditional talent or career transitioners or you know people who are in some sense atypical talent as we like to call them non linear talent i mean there are different words being used for them so what do you do both in your personal and professional capacity to support them okay uh, from non traditional talent or you know transitioning talent i understand you wanted to talk about people who wants to change their career either change their careers or coming or they are coming back post a break or you know and or they are yeah so i think these two typically when we look at non traditional spaces and non traditional talent spaces so yeah. so on personal front definitely i 
I stand as an ally to DEI, and mm-hmm. I talk openly. Uh, if you go through my LinkedIn page, I share different, uh, you know, hiring techniques. I talk about women in tech. I talk about pride community. I try to spread awareness as much as I can. I connect with different people. I get a lot many LinkedIn messages every day, and I, you know, interact with them. I always say that I'm open to connect with anybody who needs my support, and I am happy. I'm happy to support them in a way I can do. So that's what I'm doing with my on my personal front. But yeah, in a professional front, it gives me a lot of opportunity being on TA that I can do some changes. Like I said, that I am launching a new program within the organization called Unpause, which will be helping women to come back to workforce. This is a new initiative. Plus, a lot of other things internally we do for learning and development. We provide a lot of opportunity to our employees if they want to change their career stream. Uh, somebody wants to change their tech stack. Somebody wants to change from tech to non-tech, non-tech to tech. We have a lot of materials available and we do support them. We do support them, access all those materials internally. Courses are there to complete and then they can apply for different jobs. We also support them if they want to do any courses from outside university. So we do have those kind of programs where, where we support them. Awesome. Awesome. So just, and I ask all my guests, this question is to say, what do you think is needed more to support this ecosystem and to, you know, make this more like a, as normal as anything else? Yeah. Uh, to support their system, I think, um, you know, we have a lot of things to do. I think we are at the start of making changes and we are doing a baby step now with everybody in the industry who is taking steps in making changes. So all together at a different places, everybody is together in making those changes. So I think there should be forums, more forums to talk about this, to create awareness about this. There should be more opportunity to share knowledge. There should be more you know, uh, ways where we can meet up those you know, diverse candidates and we can understand their challenges well so that we can come up with different solutions from the organization perspective that, okay, uh, we need this kind of support from organization to uplift this kind of a talent pool and how this talent pool is going to, you know, support the organization. So there are many ways and there are many hidden things still. We we are aware of many things. I must not say that we don't know anything. As an ally, we are talking, we are meeting different leaders, discussing. We understand many problems, but I think there is still a lot many things we need to understand. So as leaders who are participating in making those changes should go through some specific courses, should need those people. There should be some more platforms to give them opportunity to do more. And and I think you're right. You know, one part is I intend, for example, to be an ally. But how much am I aware of the complexity of of their life and their situation and the reality? And one is my own awareness, my own knowledge, my own acceptance. And then I move to action to, you know, the action has to come from a space of complete understanding. And then I, you know, I, I do that. So that's a, that's great. So if we could have more platforms, forums, where we're talking about these and making people more aware of these, I think that's, and then helping them accept it and then move to, you know, act on it. I think that's, that's fantastic. So yeah, and one more thing to add in this that, you know, as an ally, everybody has what I feel that, you know, what is my way of living that understand the purpose of your life, what you wanted to achieve, what what you are doing, why you are doing, for whom you are doing. Uh, do they want what you are doing? That is the you know, main thing. 
you are doing from your side best but actually do they need it or they want something else so understanding of this will definitely help us make moving on the right direction right absolutely and uh, you know i always say this in the context of having new mothers in in the organization i say you know most managers are all well intentioned so in their well intent they end up sidelining the woman without realizing because they feel okay you know she needs as a new mother she needs more time with her child she no needs more flexibility she needs lighter work let's give her all of that you know and it's coming from place of well intent you know i'm being an ally i'm supporting kind of a thing without even asking that is that what you need you know or do you need something else or do you need me to talk to you and and give you good projects or do you need me to you know remove the fluff from your work and help you do things which are impactful so that you feel good about so what do you need yeah. we don't we don't even go ask those so um urvashi last thoughts what would you like to share you know as a parting note or like learnings or key takeaways anything that you would want to you know leave with them as thoughts from the uh, you know perspective of a working professional myself and from the organization perspective what i think should be a vision for both of us as a working professional as an and an organization so that we both can you know walk parallelly and achieve the achieve the targets achieve the success all the organization should work in a way or create a culture in a way that employees should feel valued accept them for what or who they are what are their best skills like give them opportunity to share their thoughts share ideas or share uh, you know new ways of solving problems hear them out irrespective of their gen z or you know any other generation so <laughs> so everybody should be treated equally within the organization uh, secondly the decision making should be transparent transparent and collaborative because that is something very crucial and employees feel that they are not aware of what is happening so being a inclusive organization means that you are following open culture you are transparent and giving opportunities to employees also to contribute in decision making so that you know you have collective information and then you decide what is best for all of us and everybody should have a uh, you know access to opportunities learning and you know same platform so that everybody can grow together and learn together and then prove themselves great that's some great thoughts right there and thank you so much urashi i think it was i got like a good insight and perspective and i'm still very excited to hear that um, you know there is an organization and i know someone in that organization who actually follows the blind resume testing uh, you know screening as a process i think that's fantastic i've only heard of this concept and tests and experiments but i, I you know i'm super glad to hear all the great work that you guys are doing both at experian the great work that you're doing as a ta professional as a working professional i'm so glad that we could have you here and share your views thanks lotion thanks for inviting me it was a great conversation Thank you so much and thanks for supporting everybody and you know ensuring their careers remain uninterrupted so thank you once again for that Career Uninterrupted podcast is brought to you by Off Experience a pioneering platform that equips and enables mid career professionals to thrive through career transitions across life stages